हरिओं सर्वोपनिषदो गावो दुग्धा गोपालनंदन पार्थो वत्स सुदीर्भोक्ता दुग्धम गीतामृत महत इस श्लोक विच विचांत इन गीता गीता ध्यानम इट मीन्स दैट ऑल द उपनिषद्स आर लाइक काउस एंड भगवान कृष्ण इज द काउ हर्ड हु मिल्च इज द काउ एंड द मिल्क इज भगवदगीता एंड अर्जुना इज द काफ विच ड्रिंक्स दिस मिल्क एंड अदरवाइज पीपल ऑल्सो ड्रिंक दिस मिल्क सो दिस भगवदगीता इज कंसिडर्ड द एसेंस ऑफ द टीचिंग्स ऑफ उपनिषद्स उपनिषद्स आर द मोस्ट एंशियंट रिवील्ड स्क्रिप्चर्स दे आर सो एंशियंट दैट वी डोंट नो देअर ओरिजिन वी हैव मेनी उपनिषद्स हंड्रेड एंड एट मेन उपनिषद्स एंड दे आर पार्ट ऑफ द वेदास सो मेन फोर वेदास आर देर ऋग्वेद यजुर्वेद सामवेद अथर्वेद एंड इन दिस फोर वेदास वी हैव मेन हंड्रेड एंड एट उपनिषद्स आउट ऑफ विच टेन उपनिषद्स आर कंसिडर मोस्ट इम्पॉर्टेंट एंड मेजर एंड उपनिषद रिवील्स द अल्टीमेट ट्रूथ और अल्टीमेट रियालिटी द होल वेदास इट एसेंस इज रिवील्ड इन द उपनिषद सो वॉट इज द ग्रेट रियालिटी विच इज रिवील्ड इन द उपनिषद्स देर आर मेनी स्टेटमेंट्स इन द उपनिषद्स एंड मेन स्टेटमेंट विच रिवील्स द अल्टीमेट ट्रूथ दे आर कॉल्ड महावाक्य एंड देर आर फोर महावाक्यस विच आर टेकन ए सैंपल फ्रॉम फोर डिफरेंट वेदर्स यू मस्ट हैव हर्ड सो देर इज दिस महावाक्य कॉल्ड इन शांदोग्य उपनिषद तत्वमसी यू आर दैट देन फ्रॉम ऐत्रीय उपनिषद वी हैव प्रज्ञानम ब्रह्म In Brahmadharanika Upanishad, we have Aham Brahmasmi. In Mandukya Upanishad, we have Ayamatma Brahma. In this Mahavakya, the essential teaching of the Upanishads or the Vedas are given. And what does it mean? That Tattvamasi, you are that. That means you are that Brahma. the essential nature of everyone is brahma the term for reality is brahma brahmam is that which is infinite that which is uh, pure existence pure consciousness pure bliss hmm and that is our essential nature essentially really we are that brahma so that is been revealed in the scriptures in the upanishads tatvamasi like the shweta ketu 
he approaches his own father as a teacher and his father tells him that you are that brahma that which is all pervading that which is the very source of all this creation that which is birthless and deathless that which doesn't undergo any change any modification you are that he pointed his finger towards his own son and he said you are that that doesn't mean only the shweta ketu is brahma but this finger the rishi points towards every one of us all those who listen to the rishi the finger is pointed towards us and we are told that essentially we are that brahma i am atma brahma what is this brahma our own self is brahma this atma itself is brahma i am atma brahma and what is the nature of that atma is pradnyanam brahma it is of the nature of consciousness it is that because of which one is aware of the world it is that because of which one one uh, what you call perceives things and understands so pradnyanam brahma so after going through all this uh, various uh, teachings of the scriptures and ultimately coming to this mahavakya contemplating shravana listening to it mananam contemplating on it niridhyasam meditation uh, or meditating on this mahavakya ultimately one realizes the truth behind this mahavakya and that is revealed in the mahavakya called aham brahmasmi in brahadaranya upanishad it's called the anubhav vakya the seeker after going through the process after going into that state of nirvikalpa samadhi comes to directly uh, recognize or realize that i am that brahma aham brahmasmi same the teaching of this mahavakya or this upanishad is given in this bhagavad gita hmm. so bhagwan is not uh, giving some new teaching he is just uh, giving the essence of the teaching of the upanishad in a most uh, simplified way since it is the essence it is you can say the whole bhagavad gita is a essence of or the commentary on this mahavakya and here bhagwan krishna is revealing it to arjuna bhagwan krishna who is who is who is who is speaking as that brahma who knows that his very self is brahma who has experienced aham brahmasmi is revealing this truth to arjuna so the great uh, thinkers who study bhagavad gita they broadly divide the various chapters of bhagavad gita how many chapters are there 18 very good you have crossed one step now not that you will get 5 crores or something but you will get moksha when we are able to answer all the questions so ha huh. the 18 chapters of bhagavad gita 
are broadly divided into three groups of six chapters each. We have completed six chapters. We will be entering the next group of six chapters. So these three groups of uh, six chapters are commentaries on these three terms of this Mahavakya, Aham, Brahma, Asmi. So the first six chapters tell us what is the meaning of Aham. We have a misunderstanding about this Aham. Aham means I. So we at a state of ignorance, in a state of confusion, we consider ourselves something limited and that limited we consider as our own self. I consider myself this body. If someone asks me how, how, how big you are or who you are, I talk about, first I talk about my own body. I say I am a man or a woman. So I am talking about my own body as I. Then if I go deeper, I identify with my senses and I talk about myself as though I am a sense organ. I say I see, I hear, I taste. The senses hear, taste, see, but I identify with them and think and say and experience myself to be the sense organ. I identify with the mind and feel myself to be the mind. I am happy, I am unhappy, I am little agitated, I am under the weather, I am above the weather. Hmm. So I identify with the mind and consider it as my own self. Then I identify with my intellect also, which has got the capacity to know, to understand. I say, I understood, I know, I understand. So in this way, that I is identified with what is not I, what is really not I. So when we go through the first six chapters of Bhagavad Gita, systematically Bhagavan reveals the real identity of this self. In the first chapter we find Arjuna totally confused regarding his own identity. And when we are confused regarding our identity, we are also confused regarding our expression or our responsibilities. Our aim, our goal is not very clear. When we don't know who we are, we also don't know what we have to do. That is simple. So Arjuna was confused, so in the second chapter Bhagavan revealed to him the real nature of his own self. Saying that what dies is the body. Body is like the dress which we wear. The Atma is neither born nor does it die. Na jayate mriyate vakadachit. It is neither born nor does it die. It cannot be cut by any weapons. It cannot be destroyed by any weapons. It remains unchanged, free from all modification, free from destruction. So it was categorically revealed to Arjuna that that is what you are. But in order to really appreciate who we are and experience who we are, that I am different from this body, my intellect, I am different from this 
all these koshas they are called we have to go into the state of meditation without meditating without going into the state of meditation we will not know that i am different from this body we will intellectually appreciate it we will be able to understand it but it can be experience i can see myself as different from this only when i go into the what we call the state of meditation so that was revealed in the sixth chapter bhagwan systematically guided arjuna on this path of meditation which we saw that shane shane ruparame buddhya dhriti grihitaya slowly and steadily quieten your mind and withdraw your attention from all the world and all other distraction and take it towards yourself and just remain as your own self atma sanstam manakritva na kinchidapi chintayet that is the meditation but this meditation is possible if we can quieten the mind because mind with all its restlessness is a great uh, obstacle for meditation though i am not the mind but it keeps on irritating me like the some uh, what you call uh, some noise in the neighborhood like that this keeps uh, distracting me so in order to quieten the mind and make it pure bhagwan revealed the path of karma called karma yoga it's a beautiful path wherein we perform fulfill our responsibilities with a particular attitude attitude of karma yoga attitude of worship attitude of dedicating whatever we do to the to that lord and taking whatever comes as prasad so when we follow this path of karma yoga slowly and steadily our mind start becoming more and more pure then we can proceed towards upasana some special type of sadhana like japa puja which can further purify our mind and then we can proceed towards gaining the right understanding of the self by following the path of knowledge intellectually appreciating the exact meaning of the term self i and once that becomes clear we have to we become fit for meditation no distraction no attachment for the world no attachment in any action we become yoga rood and then we can meditate and come to recognize our own self as different from this five uh, koshas so bhagwan elaborately discussed this in the sixth chapter he also revealed to arjuna that uh, even a person who follows this path if he dies he continues with this path in his next life and all so few questions which arjuna raised were also answered and bhagwan there he said that when one goes into the state of meditation one experiences one's own self and when one experiences one's own self 
one looks at this whole world as expression of one's own self only. Bhagwan says that a yogi, he sees his own self in all and he sees everyone in his own self. He looks at the whole world from the eyes of the self alone. Atma pammena sarvatra samam pasyati yorjuna sukham va yadiva dukham sayogi paramomataha that a yogi who looks at this whole world as his own self from the standpoint of his own self is a great yogi. Therefore finally in that chapter in the sixth chapter Bhagavan tells Arjuna that hey Arjuna that yogi is better than tapasvi. A yogi is better than a person just gaining knowledge and sitting quietly, not going ahead. A yogi is better than all the karma kandis or those who are attached to karmas. Therefore, hey Arjuna, you become a yogi. But not just yogi means focusing one's attention or concentration, but a yogi who has gone deep within and come to recognize his own self and that self which is not different from the entire world. Bhagavan says, Yoginam api sarvesham madgatena antaratmana The yogi whose mind has entered me, the Ishvara, one whose mind has become one with me and with that with in remaining in this state one with full faith who worships me such a yogi is yukta tamomataha is the greatest among all the yogis so here Bhagwan in the last words of the sixth chapter hinted at a, a, a one more great uh, thing which is uh, which is Bhagwan's bhakti. He says a yogi who has become one with me and who loves me is the greatest yogi. Now it's very interesting. The first step is to understand that I am different from this all these five five koshas and know that I am that pure consciousness, the witness of this, all this body, mind, intellect. But, the second step is to know that the self in me is the self in all. To recognize the self in me is the self in all is called bhakti. Bhakti is to know that I myself am in all the, all the beings. That's called love. Love is not just offering flowers. Love is not just offering coconut. But love is when one understands, recognizes, realizes the self in me is the self in all. When we just meditate, we will be able to transcend our body, transcend our mind, come to know that I am that pure consciousness, but we have to go one step further and also recognize that this consciousness is not only in this body, but it is pervading everywhere. 
I am the very consciousness of this whole world. That cosmic self, that self in all is called Paramatma. So to recognize and identify with that Paramatma is the final stage. To understand Aham as a limited or different from body is one step, but to understand Aham Brahmasmi is the ultimate understanding. You understand? Let, let me give an example of a pot, empty pot. Empty pot is a good example. It's not very empty, totally empty. There is space in that pot. But that space thinks that it is the pot. And it has got its own problems. That I am this pot. And my this, my other, this is my family. That is a big pot. This is a small pot. It's a long pot. This is a modern pot. So like that, he has got all this. And he feels that now I am becoming old pot. I am becoming crack pot. (laughs) (laughs) Then some wise pot comes and tells this pot that, hey pot, that you are really that space. You are not the pot. You are the space. You are different from this pot. Even when the pot grows old or it breaks or it changes, you don't change. That's you, that space cannot be cut, cannot be destroyed. It neither is born nor does it die. But this pot is born, pot dies. You are that space. So he meditates and comes to recognize that, yes, I am not this pot, I am this space within this pot. That is a limited understanding. It is a great understanding, but still it is one step lower. This space should understand that I am not only in this pot, but I am the space in all the pots. That is, that space which is all pervasive, that space in which all pots exist, that space which exists in all the pots, is called a Param space. So Param Atma or Ishvara is, is that self, same self, which is existing in all the beings, which is the self of all beings. And this we can comprehend when we even transcend all our attachment to any limited concept of myself. And that transcending my own little self is uh, what we call bhakti. Wherein I drop my identification with the limited uh, uh, this body-mind intellect and identify with that self in all. That is called bhakti. Which is, if you can say that jnana, knowledge, is to just to recognize myself as the pure consciousness, bhakti is to know that I am that I am that consciousness in all beings. I am the self of all. So that bhakti is revealed now 
from the seventh chapter onwards. Bhagwan reveals his real identity in this seventh chapter. See again to take another example, we can take the example of ocean. The ocean is like Paramatma and one wave is like one individual. That individual thinks that I am just the form of that wave. Through meditation he comes to know that I am the water in the wave. But through bhakti he comes to know that I am the water in all the waves. That is called bhakti. Identification with that supreme self. Come recognizing myself as that Brahma. So what is that nature of that Brahma? What is the nature of that Ishvara? What is the nature of that totality from the standpoint of totality? is revealed in this seventh chapter. It's very important, the prastavana, the introduction. Then you will be able to appreciate and enjoy the the chapters. Hmm. It's like a, a glass of water. It's great. But then I add it or I pour it into the lake. That water becomes one with the the total water. So through bhakti, the purified understanding of our own self as though merges with the total understanding of the self. A jiva is is an individual and Ishvara is the total. So again, a wave is like a jiva, ocean is like the like Ishvara. So the wave should know not only that I am that water, but the wave should also know that I am the water in all the waves. That is the theme of the seventh chapter. So it takes a different turn. From this chapter onwards, the Bhagavad Gita takes a different turn. It goes one notch higher. A paradigm shift happens. It's a beautiful actually. You can feel as we go through the chapter, you can experience it. So in this chapter, Bhagwan till now was talking Arjuna who you are. Now in this chapter, Bhagwan will tell him who I am. He, therefore in this chapter you will find Bhagwan uses the term aham, mama, Huh? These terms he uses so many times because he is talking about his own real nature. It begins by telling Arjuna that I will reveal this knowledge. I will reveal this path to you by which you will come to know me completely. And then he reveals he reveals his nature. He reveals the para and apara prakriti. And further, Bhagwan gives us the path of bhakti. But bhakti has to be understood properly. Bhakti is not just ringing bells. Bhakti is not just singing some nice bhajan. These are all upasnas. 
they are good they purify the mind bhakti is pure love unconditional love is called bhakti upasana purifies our mind but bhakti is identifying with the totality there is no difference between uh, i and this world or all beings that state is the bhakti hmm. so bhagwan reveals this path to arjuna and the famous uh, shlokas like about maya also is given here like daivi hesha gunamayi mama maya duratya mamevaye prapadyante mayam etam tarantite and uh, this is small chapter only 30 verses are there bhagwan also reveals in this chapter his vibhutis and a beautiful chapter after listening to this chapter arjuna raises some questions which are answered in the 8th chapter then bhagwan continues with the same theme in the 9th chapter and in the 10th chapter he elaborates his vibhuti and tells arjuna that how i am in all and in the 11th chapter bhagwan shows the virat roop and shows to arjuna that how everything is in me so i am in all and all are in me and in the 12th chapter bhagwan again reveals the path of bhakti which will take us to this experience of i and god as one the nature of that bhakta is also revealed in the 12th chapter who is a bhakta is revealed in the 12th chapter so this set of six chapters are very beautiful and mainly the theme is that bhagwan reveals his identity his nature what we call brahma we come to know what is brahma so aham in the first six chapters brahma and in the final six chapters we come to know more elaborately though it is revealed in every chapter more elaborately the identity of aham and brahma the term asmi is explained in more detail from the chapter 13 onwards till the 18 so it's a very important chapter so let us begin are you ready yes so let us begin om shri paramatmane namaha अथ सप्तमोध्यायभगवाच मैयासक्तमनाथ योगजन्मदाश्रय असंशयं समग्रम्मां यथात्न्यास्य सितश्रुणु मय्या सक्तमना पार्थ योगं युञ्जन्मदाश्रयः 
అసంశయం సమక్రమాశితృణు శ్రీ భగవానువాచ ఆఫ్టర్ రివిలింగ్ ద బ్యూటిఫుల్ పాత్ ఆఫ్ మెడిటేషన్ ఇన్ ద ప్రీవియస్ చాప్టర్ భగవాన్ కన్క్లూడెడ్ బై సేయింగ్ దట్ వన్ హూ ఈస్ హూ ఐడెంటిఫైస్ విత్ మీ అండ్ వర్షిప్స్ మీ ఈ ద గ్రేటెస్ట్ యోగి సో నేచురలీ అర్జున మస్ట్ హ్యావ్ గాట్ దిస్ క్వశ్చన్ ఇన్ హిస్ మైండ్ దట్ ఐ వాంట్ టు బికమ్ దిస్ గ్రేట్ యోగి ఐ జస్ట్ డోంట్ వాంట్ టు గెట్ స్టక్ విత్ జస్ట్ ఆర్డినరీ యోగి బట్ ఐ వాంట్ టు బికమ్ బెటర్ యోగి యోగి హూ హెస్ అండర్స్టూడ్ ద ఐడెంటిటీ ఆఫ్ హిస్ సెల్ఫ్ విత్ ద టోటాలిటీ సో భగవాన్ దేఫోర్ హీ బిగిన్స్ హీ డజంట్ వెయిట్ ఫర్ అర్జున టు ఆస్ క్వశ్చన్ but he is himself is so so eager to reveal his nature bhagwan himself is very eager to reveal his identity he had hinted who he is in the fourth chapter and all when he said yada yada hi dharmasya glanir bhavati bharata abhyutthanam dharmasya tadatmanam srujami aham but in this chapter he reveals his real identity we come to know what is the meaning of ishvara what do we mean by god this term god is very popular everyone uses that term even gnostics also use the term god so who is god what is the nature of god bhagwan himself reveals rather than asking someone else we should ask bhagwan only who are you so shri bhagwan vach bhagwan says that hey arjuna hey partha that maya sakta manaha with your mind attached to me with your mind attached to me yogam yunjan meditating on me madashrayah totally surrendered to me or dependent on me asamshayam samagrammam asamshayam free from all doubts samagram completely the way yatha the way nyasyasi you can know me mam nyasyasi tashrunu i will teach you the path by which you can know me completely now with till meditation you will know you are the pure water in that wave but after listening to me you will know that you are the ocean you and the ocean are not different you and me you and i are not different we are one so yathat nyasyasi tachrunu i will show you that path by which you can come to comprehend you can know me later on bhagwan says jnana and vidyana you will not only know theoretically but you can actually experience realize it not just know but actually experience and how samagram and asamshayam mam you will know me samagram there are two terms bhagwan you samagram and asamshayam samagram means completely without leaving anything 
we should be able to know that God or know that supreme reality completely. Completely means not only his nirgun nirakar roop, but his sagun sakar form also. Means everything, all of that supreme truth should be understood completely. See, like a person, if I know a person only in the office, an officer is there, and I every time I meet that person in the office, I know his personality in the office. He rings the bell and immediately the person comes. He walks around, everyone is very alert. He has got his own stage and glamour there. When he is not there, nobody works. But when he is present, everyone is totally alert. He says something and immediately it is done. So you really appreciate everyone. But then one day you happen to, he tells you to come home. So you go visit his home. And there you find him in a different dress. Banyan paint ke betha hua hai. And he's telling his uh, servant or person at home, Baba, merko ek glass pani de do, nobody is bothered. He looks totally different. Then you come to know another side of his personality. This about worldly person. Similarly, if I want to know God, I should be able to know God with form, without form, with all his expressions, beyond all his expressions. That is called Samagram. And most of the people, they commit mistake of knowing or perceiving only one one particular part of God, you can say. There are some people who only appreciate Sagun Sakar form. They say, for me, God is only Sagun Sakar. Sagun Sakar means having a form. And there are people who then get restricted to a particular form also. They say, oh, for me, God is Krishna only. But what about Shiva? No, no, no. Don't take his name. God, God means Krishna. In which Krishna? The one who is in Vrindavan playing uh, Murli and this. But what about that one who gave Bhagavad Gita in the Mahabharata? No, 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 not that God. There he did not carry his murli. So it is like limiting our understanding of Bhagavan. Limiting. It's like limiting God. That is not... If, if you limit God, then he is not God. God is not limited. Some people understand God as a, as a particular avatar or particular uh, expression. But there are others who only think that God is beyond all expression. He is nirgun nirakar only. So God is formless, nameless. So don't think about any form, any name. Withdraw your attention from all forms and names. Never think of anything. God is beyond all forms. So they only think of God as formless. But Bhagavan says, that is also not understanding me completely. Hey Arjuna, you know me completely. 
as one who is beyond all names and forms and one who is expressing through all names and forms. Therefore, he tells in this chapter that I am in the, in the earth as fragrance of the earth. I am in the water as the taste in that water. Rasoham apsukaunteya. I am in the sun as the brilliance and the light in the sun. So he reveals his, his complete identity. So Bhagavan says, I will tell you samagram. And that samagra roop is revealed here. It's very beautiful. As we go along, you will appreciate. Then Bhagavan says, another important point is asamshayam, without doubt. Knowledge with doubt is as good as ignorance only. He says, I will reveal to you in such a way that no doubt will remain in your mind. Asamshayam, free from all doubts. You will come to understand it as clearly as anything. You will come to recognize yourself as that Paramatma, free from all doubt, from all confusions. So, asamshayam samagram maam yathatnyasyasi tashrunu. What you have to do? Now you just listen. Listening should be done. Tashrunu. You listen. Because the supreme nature and complete nature of Bhagwan, we will come to understand by listening. Not through the eyes, but by doing the shravana. So listen carefully. And how we should listen, Bhagwan gives the condition also. Not that listening, sending SMS in between, checking the time, kitna vajya. Not like that. Bhagwan tells how to listen. He says three, three things. Maya sakta manaha, yogam yunjan, and madashrayaha. Three conditions he gives. That you listen with your mind attached to me. Wherever our mind is attached, our attention goes there. It's very, very funny. I must have told you this story which is very funny. I think the Mullah Nasruddin, he had to go to someone's wedding, so he was all prepared, all dressed up and all. Then his friend came, and he had come just, uh, so Mullah said, I want to go to this wedding. He said, oh, take me also, but I am not, uh, I am not dressed properly for the wedding and all. Can you lend me your kurta, your, what is it, coat? He said, okay. Let me lend him my coat. So he takes out one, his nice favorite coat, which he was not wearing that day. He gave it to his friend. And both of them went to the wedding. But all the time Mullah was thinking, he is looking better than me now. I have committed a mistake, blunder, that I should have removed this coat and taken that. Uh, instead, I would, I would have taken the new one for me. So anyways, all the time his mind was there. Then he went there to the wedding. People asked, oh, who are you? I mean, his friend. He said, he's my friend. And the coat he's wearing is belongs to me. <laughs> so 
friend was totally taken aback like he said what are you saying like this is not a proper thing what is this you why you have to mention the court again he met some other he said oh, this is my friend and all and it is his court only is very again he said why you have to mention the court at all whose court his court my court but his mind was all the time in that court Again, he introduced someone. He is my friend, and I don't know whose coat he is wearing. <laughs> that is called attachment. Attachment is that where our attention goes without effort. You don't have to put any effort. That is called attachment. Just sit, relax, see where your mind goes. That is your attachment. sometimes more than one huh so you can make a note of it and especially when you are doing important like listening to pravachan or doing some puja the mind automatically goes somewhere that is the point of attachment in bhagavad there is story of jada bharat he became attached to a deer meditating on god but his mind attention was going towards the deer Bhagwan says that way you can't listen to me. You should keep your attachment, your mind in me. Maya asakta manaha, become attached to me. Pay attention to me. With your mind, with your attention on me, you listen to me. Bhagwan says. we may not know the real nature of but at least shifting all our attention from all other distraction we should focus our attention towards the words of the lord develop that intense uh, attachment to god so maya saktah maya sakta manaha partha yogam yunjan yogam yunjan means meditating keeping your mind uh, calm and steady with remaining in a state of meditation you listen how much we understand a pravachan or how much we it goes into us depends on the state of our mind if we are in a state of meditation it goes without any obstacle the teacher says tatvamasi and we understand immediately because there is no obstacle there is no what you call uh, there are no one standing there stopping the knowledge from entering so that is remaining in the state of meditation remaining calm why because you are attached you are you place your mind in me bhagwan says and keep keep that mind absolutely calm and peaceful and become totally dependent on me mad ashrayah depend on me not have any other agenda in your mind totally depend on me only consider me as your ultimate goal consider me as your ultimate refuge depending on me keeping your mind in the state of meditation becoming totally attached to me you listen 
then i will tell you about myself samagram and asamshaya i will reveal my own nature to you completely and free from all doubts you will come to recognize and realize me further bhagwan says ज्ञानम तेहम स विज्ञानम इदम वक्षाम्य शेषतः यज्ञात्वा नेह भूयोन्यत ज्ञातव्यमवशिष्यते ज्ञानम तेहम स विज्ञानम इदम वक्षाम्य शेषतः यज्ञात्वा नेह भूयोन्यत ज्ञातव्यमवशिष्यते हा भगवान सेज दैट आई विल वक्षामी अशेषतः कंप्लीटली विदाउट लिविंग एनीथिंग बिहाइंड सी दैट इज द ब्यूटी ऑफ दिस knowledge self knowledge the teacher reveals it completely in such a way the teacher makes the disciple of his own nature he reveals in such a way that the teacher the state of the teacher and the state of the disciple becomes one only see in the world people who have their own selfish interest and all will not reveal things completely even so called religious leaders or this and that some secret they keep they say this is very important mantra and all but you come tomorrow and get yourself registered then it will be revealed to you because some selfish interest is there somewhere but here bhagwan himself understand arjuna is not different from my own self he is my own self he says i will reveal everything to you vakshami asheshatah but this condition is required because it is so my nature is so dear to me that i can't just reveal for a person who is distracted or whose attention is somewhere else or who is not interested it's an insult to that nature so vakshami asheshatah without leaving anything what will you reveal gnanam teham savidnyanam i will reveal knowledge as well as vidnyan wisdom and vidnyan here means the experience of it i will not only tell you theoretically what is my nature but i will give you the experience of my own self if you just listen and just follow my uh, teaching you will get the experience of my own self it's like somebody who's who is expert in cooking who says that i will not only show you the gulab jamun but i will give you i mean i will not only give you the recipe and all but i will just make you do it and experience it eat it also because the real experience of gulab jamun is in eating only not in the recipe recipe mein kya rakha hai nahi but some many people take the recipe uski roz aarti karte hain 
भगवत गीता इज अ रेसिपी आरतीक ज्यादा आई मीन करनी चाहिए बट ज्यादा भी नहीं यू फॉलो इट मेक द गुलाब जामुन एंड ईट इट देन ओनली देर इज फुलफिलमेंट सो भगवान सेज आई विल नॉट ओनली रिवेल यू रिवेल टू यू दैट नॉलेज ज्ञानम बट ऑल्सो विज्ञानम विशेष ज्ञानम विशेष ज्ञानम इज वेन दैट ज्ञानम बिकम्स माई ओन एक्सपीरियंस अदरवाइज इट रिमेन्स ओनली एट अ थियोरेटिकल लेवल अदरवाइज आई कम टू नो अबाउट अबाउट गॉड बट विज्ञानम इज टू नो गॉड टू नो गॉड एज माई ओन सेल्फ नॉट अबाउट हिम बट हिम सो ज्ञानम तेहम सविज्ञानम इदम वक्षामी अशेषतः सो आई विल इन दिस भगवान therefore in the beginning of this chapter bhagwan gives the nyanam and then he shows the path by which one experiences or gains vidnyanam we will see as we go along so nyanam is this knowledge theoretically what is the nature of god and vidnyanam is actual experience of god but one may wonder what is the use of this knowledge भगवान से यद ज्ञातवा नेह भूयोन्यत ज्ञातव्यम अवशिष्यते दिस इज सच अ नॉलेज दैट हैविंग गेन्ड विच नथिंग मोर रिमेन्स टू बी नोन नथिंग मोर रिमेन्स टू बी अटेन यद ज्ञातवा हैविंग नोन दिस नथिंग मोर नो पुरुषार्थ रिमेन्स देन वी रीच द कल्बिनेशन ऑफ अवर जर्नी we reach the fulfillment of our journey the actions all our actions conclude there all our desires conclude there all our what you call uh, uh, questions or ignorance gets dispelled so complete knowledge complete fulfillment is attained once we come to recognize my own self as as god as the divinity as brahma so yad nyatva na ih in this world bhuyah more than that anyat anything else nyatavyam avashishyate remains to be known so such a wonderful knowledge i will reveal to you bhagwan is also creating that uh, uh, what you call uh, a uh, desire in arjuna's mind that that uh, enthusiasm that yes that i want to know this right? preparing him because only when we are in this way prepare our attention becomes more focused then so if this is such a wonderful thing then how come that everyone is not attaining this or is it attained by many people in the following verse bhagwan tells us how durlab how rare it is he says manushyanam sahasreshu kashchid yatati siddhaye yatatam api siddhanam कश्चिन मां वेत्ति तत्वतः 
मनुष्याणाम सहस्रेशु कश्चिद्यतति सिद्धये कश्चिन्मां वेत्ति तत्वतः हां अमंग मिलियंस एंड मिलियंस ऑफ ह्यूमन बीइंग्स only rare few walk this path and out of those rare few who walk this path and even if they achieve something on this path only rare few among them comes to know me completely manushyanam sahasreshu sahasra so many people human beings are there here bhagwan is talking manushya to become a manushya itself is very rare janto nam nara janma durlabham out of so many beings to become a human being is a rare phenomena see all of us we are human beings i hope no doubt in your mind to experience that i as a human being having a human equipment is a rare phenomena you might say population is increasing and all that is fine but in that population you are also there so it's a very important and a very rare phenomena to be born as a human being it is not very easy and after taking birth as a human being to waste it and to not achieve the fulfillment of it is a great wastage only in the upanishad in uh, it is said that uh, one who knows that supreme truth having been born as a human being he has fulfilled his life one who lives this without knowing that has has uh, has incurred a great loss eha ched avedit ath satyam asti na ched eha avedit mahati vinashti so manushyanam sahasreshu kashchit yatati siddha why this is so because uh, though we have become human beings even in the past maybe we have had human birth in the past also so after many many years of struggle many years of going through this lifetimes of uh, different experiences and all in the final life lifetime that the desire to know the truth arises in our mind we go through this purushartha dharma artha kama moksha not in that order the first is earth only the first desire is just for survival survival is the main instinct which remains in many many beings as they evolve then they also start experiencing some pleasure so kama becomes very dominant purushartha but only as a human being then dharma becomes a very important purushartha wherein we come come to understand that i should not only work towards my own security and pleasure but i so i should work towards everyone's security and pleasure that is dharma but out of millions of dharmic people rare few will develop that desire for moksha to become dharmic itself is rare and out of many 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 so called dharmic dharmic means those who are good good people who have less of selfishness who think of other person's welfare hmm 
out of many of them, only rare few develop their desire for moksha. Even when we hear about it, we don't take it seriously. We get involved in Faltu ke jagat ka tamasha. Some social activity, some this, some, some project. Yeah. And we, our life goes by. And Bhagwan says, what are you doing? I have sent you for this important project of realizing yourself and you are wasting your time in all sorts of stupid things. So, Manushyanam Sahasreshu Kashchid Yatati Siddhaye And it's a very miraculous thing actually. Suddenly one may develop the desire to walk this path, to become spiritual. To become religious is a different story. To follow the path of spirituality, a very rare few people get that desire in their mind. In the Upanishad it is said, Ishvara Anugraha Deva Pumsam Advaita Vasana. That also comes by the grace of God only. So suddenly the desire comes that I want to become free. I want to come to recognize my own self. I want to gain enlightenment. See, religious people, their aim is to go to Swarga. Those who have earth as Purushartha, security, their aim is to protect themselves by hook or by crook. Those who have pleasure as their aim, they, their aim is pleasure, khao, piyo, maja, karo, by whatever means. But those who become dharmic, their aim is to become good and to get better facilities, better, best facilities to go to Swarga and all. But those who are spiritual, their aim is to gain enlightenment to awake to that reality. So, out of millions of people, only rare few develops, gains that desire. And even those who have gained that desire to walk this path, to get proper guidance, proper teacher, proper environment, proper facilities, uh, all this condition, that is also rare. And for that desire to remain for a long time is also rare. Suddenly, that desire comes. Attack of spirituality. Suddenly, that fellow does everything spiritual, everything, everywhere, everything. But after a month, you meet him. Oh, spirituality, I have left. Attack of spirituality gone. To maintain that for a long time... Uh, sustain that interest is also rare. So to get all the right help and all. So when uh, those rare people who walk this path, they also get satisfied with little, little things because as you follow this path, you gain a lot of goodies on the way. On this path of spirituality, gain siddhis or you gain some quietude of the mind. You gain some power, you gain some uh, recognition in the society, people start worshipping you. Huh? Certain things one gains as one follows and many people feel satisfied. They have gained some Siddhis. Siddhis means some, some achievement but not the ultimate. So among those who have gained some this type of achievement, yatatam api siddhanam, 
But still they continue striving, still they continue going on this path of gaining that ultimate state of enlightenment, not being satisfied by uh, peanuts, no, but gaining that supreme. So out of those few who follow this path, the siddhas who follow this path, only rare few, kashchin maam vetti tattvataha, only a rare few come to recognize me truly as I am. Very rare few. Because this very subtle path. So only rare few can finally come to realize that I am that Brahma. See, out of millions and millions of people, you can count the realized masters who have reached that state of enlightenment using maximum both your hands. So after listening to this, one should not become discouraged. Huh? This is not meant to discourage us. That, oh, it is so rare, so let me not try only. It is to tell us the, the beauty and the greatness of it, that we should drop everything and pursue this. Nothing is more important than this gaining this enlightenment. Nothing is important, I tell you. Everything seems to be important, but nothing is really important. Life is very flimsy. Once a person leaves this world, nobody bothers to remember that fellow. We say, Mere naam rehna your own children will not take your name. Nowadays they don't take the father's name and all, they shorten their name also. Father keeps his name, Vikramaditya, or ye wo, Viki bana deta usko. And doesn't even mention his father's name. And now surnames also all confusing this, that and all. So nobody bothers. Even if you build your statue, the next election some other government will remove that statue. Who is interested? And even if you are born again, you yourself will not recognize that statue. Suppose you are born again in, let us say, Karolbag. And you had put a big statue there. And now you are born in the family right in front of the statue. You will plan to destroy that statue yourself. So all these are not important. What is important is to gain that state of enlightenment. So this is to encourage us, to inspire us, that it is so rare and here Bhagwan is revealing it himself. So please listen with full attention. So these three verses are for inspiring us and focusing our attention on what is being revealed. And now, from the following verse, Bhagwan reveals his nature. We will chant the verse, we will see the literal, literal uh, meaning, but go into depth tomorrow. Bhumirapo vayuhu Kammano buddhirevacha Ahankara iti yamme Bhinna prakriti rashtadha Bhumirapo nalo vayuhu Kammano buddhirevacha 
अहंकार भिन्ना प्रकृति रष्ट हाँ भगवान से इज दैट दिस इज माय प्रकृति इन दिस ही रिवील्स हिज अष्टधा प्रकृति प्रकृति मीन्स हिज नेचर हिज आउटर एक्सप्रेशन सो यर ही रिवील्स द अपरा प्रकृति द लोअर प्रकृति एंड इन द नेक्स्ट वर्स ही विल रिवील द हायर प्रकृति दिस टू प्रकृतिज आर द एक्सप्रेशन्स ऑफ गॉड आउटर एक्सप्रेशन हिज बॉडी यू कैन से दिस टू प्रकृतिज आर भगवान्स बॉडी बॉडी ऑफ दैट सुप्रीम रियालिटी वी कम टू नो हिम थ्रू दिस प्रकृतिज द अपरा प्रकृति विच इज मेड मेनली ऑफ मैटर एंड द परा प्रकृति is that consciousness so what is this apara prakriti bhumi rapo nalo vayu kham mano buddhi revacha bhumi the earth this five elements earth apaha water analaha fire vayuhu air kham space manaha mind buddhi intellect अहंकार ईगो इतियम में भिन्ना प्रकृति अष्टधा दिस आर दिस इज माय एट फोल्ड प्रकृति भगवान से दिस हैज टू बी अंडरस्टूड प्रॉपरली इन डिटेल बट मेनली दिस फाइव एलिमेंट्स एंड दिस माइंड इंटेलेक्ट एंड अहंकार भगवान से दिस इज माय अपरा प्रकृति भिन्ना प्रकृति and then he will reveal the para prakriti also so just as fire what is fire fire actually we come to know fire from the heat and the light we experience fire as heat and as light but exactly what is fire only fire knows but fire expresses as heat and light sometimes we only see the heat of fire sometimes its expression as light is only seen sometimes fire remains without expressing like in the wood there is fire the wood is nothing but fire plus ash so when the fire escapes from that wood only ash remains but when the fire is there in the wood you cannot experience neither its uh, what you call you don't experience its light as well as heat so it is avyakt unmanifest nirgun nirakar fire nirgun nirakar but fire when it becomes sakar it has got these two forms heat and light these are expressions of fire similarly when we say god or when we say brahma brahma expresses as apara prakriti and para prakriti but he is beyond both both of them are in him but he is both and beyond both also so more about this we will see in our class tomorrow close your eyes and sit silently for some time we'll chant om and sit silently 
Oh.